Good morning. Good morning. As a community, we ask God's blessings for all our members, especially Vivian Boyle Moscato and family, Brianna Castro, Maria Elena Toledo, Bricamontes and Carrasco families, Adela Lazaro, Anita Fueconcillo, Antonio Gallos, Torres family, Chanel Aguirre and family, Galzada family, Leonardo De Villa, Kerry Sibanius, and Chuy Luna. We also pray for and remember our deceased members, Cornelio Leva, Leonardo Perez, Rufino, Rufino Gallos, Juan Galliano, Gladys Peralta. Again, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to St. Bernard's Faith Community on this second Sunday in Ordinary Time. The disciples asked Jesus, where do you stay? He answered, come and see, and they did. They stayed with him that afternoon, and their lives were forever changed. They found in him and in his words something unique and life-changing. They became disciples and apostles, and they found life in abundance. He calls you and me today to come and see, and perhaps to discover life in abundance too. We gather as the body of Christ with Father Perry. Our mass intention and prayers today are for Antonio Macarae, deceased. Please stand, turn off all cell phones, and welcome each other to the celebration. Gather your people, O Lord, one bread, one body, one spirit of love. Gather your people, O Lord. Draw us forth in the table of life, brothers and sisters, each of us called to walk in the Gather your people, O Lord. Gather your people, O Lord. One bread, one body, one spirit of love. Gather your I promised a family I had a funeral on Thursday, um, the, the youngest, a daughter, and uh, six brothers, and she died, and the mother has lost her husband, a son, now a daughter, and a sister, all in about a year and a half, and the daughter was of uh, COVID, and uh, so uh, I, I promised I would mention her name, uh, Ann Rodriguez. And also a friend of mine, uh, Michelle Pippen, her daughter died this week, Gina, and that was expected, but, uh, but in fact she lasted a week. But I, mentioned, I said I'd mention her name. And also Chui Luna, a friend of mine from my first parish who uh, has been struggling with COVID, improving, but um, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's pinching a little closer all the time. So 
uh, it's good to uh, lift them up in prayer. And I know probably everybody here knows somebody personally that is struggling or has died of COVID. But also I just want to mention that we're in the second week. We don't have a first Sunday of ordinary time, but we have a first week of ordinary time. And now we start the second week. And as we go back to green, an ordinary time just means it's not the extraordinary time of Advent, Christmas, or Lent, Easter. Those are extraordinary seasons, but this is the ordinary time, this green season. And green, as a, a color, liturgically symbolizes life. All the greenery that we see around us on these hills here, the green, the evergreen, the green that says that we are alive, and we're alive in Christ, and Christ is alive in us. So we gather to celebrate that life and continue moving forward in the ordinary time, even though it's also an extraordinary time because of pandemic and, and so many other issues going on. But let us begin in faith. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Thank you. As we begin, we begin by opening our spirit and allowing God's mercy to fill us. <laughs> Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy, have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy, have mercy on us. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive all our sin, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest and on earth. To people of goodwill. Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. For your great glory, Lord God, heavenly King, O God Almighty Father. Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to people of goodwill. Only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand 
of the Father. Have mercy on us. Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace to people of goodwill. For you alone are the Holy One. You alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High. Jesus Christ. With the Holy Spirit. In the glory of God the Father. Glory to God in the high. And on earth, peace to people of goodwill. Let us pray. Almighty, ever living God, who govern all things both in heaven and on earth mercifully hear the pleading of your people and bestow your peace on our times. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the first letter from the first book of Samuel. Samuel was sleeping in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was. The Lord called to Samuel, who answered, Here I am. Samuel ran to Eli and said, Here I am, you called me. I did not call you, Eli said. Go back to sleep. So he went back to sleep. Again, the Lord called Samuel, who rose and went to Eli. Here I am, he said, you called me. But Eli answered, I did not call you, my son. Go back to sleep. At that time, Samuel was not familiar with the Lord because the Lord had not revealed anything to him as yet. The Lord called Samuel again for the third time. Getting up and going to Eli, he said, Here I am. You called me. Then Eli understood that the Lord was calling the youth. So he said to Samuel, Go to sleep, and if you are called, reply. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. When Samuel went to sleep in his place, the Lord came and revealed his presence calling out as before, Samuel, Samuel. Samuel answered, Speak, for your servant is listening. Samuel grew up, and the Lord was with him, not permitting any word of his to be without effect. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
am I, Lord? Here am I, Lord. I come to do your will. Here am I, Lord. Here am I, Lord. I come to do your Waited for the Lord, and He stooped toward me and heard me cry. And He put a new song into my mouth, a hymn to our God. Here am I, Lord. Here am I, Lord. I come. Sacrifice or offerings you wish not, but ears open to visions you gave me. Holocaust or sin offerings you sought not, and then said I, Behold, I come here. prescribed for me to do your will oh my God my delight and your law is within
A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, the body is not for immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord is for the body. God raised the Lord and will also raise us by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? But whoever is joined to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Avoid immorality. Every other sin a person commits is outside the body. But the, but the immoral person sins against his own body. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God, and that you are not your own? For you have been purchased at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. According to John. Glory to you, Lord. John was standing with two of his disciples, and as he watched Jesus walk by, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard what he said and followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following him and said to them, What are you looking for? They said to him, Rabbi, which translate means teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come, and you will see. So they went and saw where Jesus was staying, and they stayed with him that day. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, was one of the two who heard John and followed Jesus. He first found his own brother Simon and told him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated Christ. Then he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, the son of John. You will be called Cephas, which is translated Peter. The Gospel of the Lord. Mm -hmm. uh, this, I'm starting with a commercial message, and that is uh, I really encourage you to 
uh, look up on your computer or your phone or your watch or whatever, uh, usccb.org. It stands for uh, United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, usccb.org, because uh, there's a place when you open it, it says uh, daily scriptures, uh, which refers to the, uh, the scriptures for the Mass each day. And uh, you can click on that and have them sent to your email. So every single day, you're able to take the Word of God that, that the whole church uh, in the world is reading on that day. And it just connects you very deeply with God's Word, and it, it allows you to reflect on that every day or as much as you like. Um, and you can even wander around to days in the future or in the past. Uh, so I say that because I hope that you will all take this word of the scriptures today and re re not just read it again, but pray it. These are, these are scriptures to be prayed. Put your sh your, yourself in the shoes of Eli or in Samuel or uh, uh, the two uh, disciples that are uh, disciples of John when he says, Behold the Lamb of God, and then they just get up and follow Jesus. Put yourself in their shoes and feel that word and see what it means to you and where it leads you. Now, secondly, I want to say that we could not have found a better opening prayer, especially um, during this, this fragile time. Uh, we've just experienced practically a, a, the beginning of a civil war, and I know that sounds like hyperbole, but it isn't, and I'll refer to it later. But um, this is what we prayed at the beginning of this Mass. Almighty, ever-living God, who governs all things, both in heaven and on earth, mercifully hear the pleading of your people and bestow your peace on our times. I just think it's perfect. We, we need the peace of God, who governs all things in heaven and earth, to come down upon us and touch our lives, touch our history now, touch what's going on. And who better to ask that than Roman Catholics who believe so much in the Word of God, who believe that God does govern all things, both in heaven and on earth. So we gather that prayer, we gather ourselves into that prayer. In fact, the, we call that opening prayer the collect, because we collect, we collect from our people all of our aspirations, our pleading. And that's part of that prayer today. Now, in this uh, scripture, especially the first reading, we hear this uh, beautiful story of Samuel who will become the link uh, and the lead up to uh, the Davidic line that will produce the Lord. But he is a very important figure and God is calling him. And, and it's, it, there's so many interesting details. First of all, he's sleeping in the temple where the Ark of the Covenant is. That would be like if you said, Father, I don't have a place to sleep and um, I would be glad to watch the church and take care of it. Can I sleep in the church? And if you were a person who really believed in the presence of the Eucharist, Christ in the Eucharist and that you slept right near the tabernacle, that's what he was doing, sleeping in the presence of the Lord. So God starts calling him, Samuel, Samuel. So he thinks it's Eli calling him. So he runs to his guide, Eli, yes, uh, here I am, what do you want? He says, I didn't call you, go back to sleep. So he does it, three times he does it. So the third time when he says to Eli, here I am, what do you want? And then Eli finally gets it. Neither of them got it up to that point, even Eli. Ah, something going on here. He says, you go back, when you hear that voice again, 
You say, here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord. What do you want from me? So he does it. He hears it again. And then he does what's so important in our experience of God in our life. You see, the call of God is not just like to become a priest or to get married to this person or that one. It, it is to every single day open our ears, the ears of our heart, and listen to God calling us because he's calling us not just once in a lifetime or once a day. It's all day long. He calls us to compassion. He calls us to justice. He calls us to peace. He calls us to love. He calls us to guide one another. He calls us to forgive. He calls us to ask for forgiveness. All this stuff is going on. This is God working deep in our spirit. It's not magical. It's not mechanical. It's spiritual. And it's as this connection with God that is so real that deep in our spirit, we, we find ourselves motivated sometimes to do things that we'd never th thought we would do. 51 years ago, yesterday I said 61, which made me nine years old or something, I think. But 51 years ago, I was uh, uh, in my first year, uh, last year of college, and um, we had a program called field edu education. This is typical for people in ministry, where you would do a specific work of field education. One year I taught religion in a nearby parish and CCD and whatever. But my last year, I uh, worked at Juvenile Hall in Ventura. Once a week, I'd go and visit the, the incarcerated, talk to them, listen to them, share the scriptures, uh, pray with them. And it was, uh, it was an education for me, and it really was an education for me. I was very much a middle-class white man, who a uh, young man who... Uh, Never had experienced people incarcerated, all that, and it was a little scary at first and exciting and weird and everything. So I met this guy, Andre, and um, he was very interesting, very <clears throat> almost charismatic. He was very alive, bright, but undereducated, um, and, and he, uh, he, he had, had n nothing but trouble in his life, in and out of juvenile hall. Uh, he had uh, lots of brothers and sisters, all of them by a different father, same mother. Um, he had been severely abused as a child, and he just was a mess, but he was bright. He, he just was undereducated, but bright. And I really liked talking to him. He was very interesting, and he was very open. And although he wasn't super religious, that is, tied to a religion, he was very spiritual. Turns out later I found out he looked... Mexican, but he was American Indian and black, but just an interesting character. So I was in contact with him. I'd go back and I'd always visit him. He'd always ask for me. And one day the counselor that watched the ward there said to me, you know, you're wasting your time. He's never going to make it. This one's going to be it for life. He's, he's never going to make it. And I thought, oh my God, you're a counselor and you have no sense of redemption or possibility for change. But he Told me that straight out. Well, he is in jail right now. He uh, was sentenced for 25 years, um, a third strike. And the first two, I think, were drug-related or whatever. But the third one, uh, he was not in the wrong. Uh, uh, he, uh, he had his, uh, something stolen from him. When he went to get it back, the girl uh, called the police and said that, that he attempted to hurt her or whatever. And, and because it was a third strike, it, it doesn't matter what it was. Jaywalking can get you in jail with a third strike. So he went to prison for 25 years. 
He's in his 18th year, I believe. And last year, he reconnected with me on and off for many years, but, but I hadn't heard from him for some time. And he reconnected in a letter and uh, worst printing writing you could ever imagine. Oh my God, he's just superbly undereducated, but bright. And he had done something that I had never seen him do in all of his years. He'd, he'd done the work to heal. So while in prison, he got into therapy groups and, and, uh, and he read, read, read books, book, books by Bradshaw and Healing the Inner Child. He discovered so much about himself. He forgave his mother, who he had to do because she was the primary um, uh, person who had allowed so much to happen to him unwittingly. But he did the work. And he's, he says, he confesses, I'm not perfect. He says, and I, and I hurt a lot often, and I'm so easily dragged back into it, but I have tools now that I never had before. I have understanding I never had before. So um, I just recently, this week, in fact, got a letter from him, and he said uh, that, that Mr. Gascon, our new DA of Los Angeles, has opened up the opportunity for people to get um, re... Um, uh, what's the word? Uh, uh, resentenced. So he's, he's working on the paperwork and he asked me to write a letter of, of um, recommendation. So I did. I wrote it yesterday and I uh, sent it off to him with a letter to him. And uh, he's now got the paperwork. He's going to begin the processing. Uh, I'm very excited for him. But then I thought to myself afterward, I said, wow, Perry Dean Liker, you are so blessed. 51 years ago you met this person you had an influence in his life, and, and it's still there. It's still working. It's, I still have a chance to, to, to be of some service or help to him, and he's full of gratitude, and we have this connection that goes way back. If he gets out, he wants to go to uh, the, the place where his ancestors came from in South Dakota to a reservation and, and help his people there. He's just so highly motivated. But who would have ever thought that 51 years ago in a field education class, I happened to make a connection that I still am being called to do something. That's how it works. And not just for me and not because I'm a priest. I wasn't a priest at the time. But every one of us is called to these things. And I'll bet you every one of you has some kind of a story of somebody you influenced 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. Somebody that you touched, their life, that you made a difference. And, and somebody that has done the same for you, for me. I can say he did as much for me as I could ever do for him. He opened my eyes and made me so much more aware. I saw trust like I never saw with somebody. Why would he trust me? But he did. So today we hear these scriptures and I think they're really asking of us to recognize that we're all like Samuel. God is calling. He wants to work in us and through us and allow others to work in our lives. And, and when called, we have to make the response. First of all, we have to recognize the voice. I mean, it took Samuel three times. He kept running, what do you want, Eli? What do you want, Eli? I didn't call you. Get out of here. I didn't call you. But finally, Eli... A guide said to him, ah, I know what's going on. Next time, say, here I am, Lord. Here I am, Lord. And he does it, and his life just opens up completely.
in the gospel, and maybe this is even a, a better description of it, because it's, it's, it comes in layers. There's John the Baptist, and two of John's disciples are standing by him, and John sees Jesus walk by, and he says those famous words, Ah, oh, look, behold, the Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God. And immediately, John's two disciples just start to follow Jesus. That was enough. John pointed at him out, and they followed. So Jesus turns around and says, What are you doing? And they said, um, Where do you stay, Lord? Where do you stay? He said, Come and see. So because John pointed them out, they followed. Then Jesus engaged them and asked what they wanted. Well, where do you stay? Come and see. So they did. And they went off with Jesus about four in the afternoon, the gospel says, and they stayed with him that day. And, and their lives were changed. So one of them, Andrew, goes back to his brother Simon, and he says, we found the Messiah, the Christ. And immediately, just on the word of his brother, Simon goes to see Jesus too. And then Jesus calls him, and this is important, he gives him a new name. You see, naming people, it's kind of like if, even if you give a nickname to somebody, uh, you say to somebody, hey, you're cutie. Hey, sugar pie. Hey, honey bun. Or as, as someone I know says, calls her husband, stud muffin. Stud muffin. Whatever. Naming somebody and making that connection. Jesus gives him a name. And we know what happens to Peter. Isn't this how it works? Little ways like this. Uh, I wonder how many of you have children, even adult children, who maybe have gone astray or gotten lost or, or aren't connected anymore. And not just like things like church, but with God, with their own inner self, their own inner peace, and you're hurt for them? Well, rather than haranguing, you might point and, and call and just ask, how are you doing, honey? How, how are you doing? What do you need? How can I help you? Have you turned to God and asked? Grandchildren. Nephews, nieces, neighbors, friends, enemies, enemies, anybody. And during this horrific time where people have lost their peace and people are, are scared, do we believe in a God that governs all things both in heaven and earth? And if we do, we are important Samuels right now. If we believe that God governs all things both in heaven and earth, we have some work to do. We have some Andres to meet. We have some pointing to do. Look, there he is. Behold the Lamb of God. We have some instruction to give. When you hear his voice, say, here I am. What do you want from me? I come to do your will. Today, this, this thanks be to God, the very beginning of our ordinary time, calling us back to recognize who this God is in our lives and what he is capable of doing in us and for us and through us. And all we have to do is first listen, recognize, and then say, here I am, Lord. I come to do your will.
may be a good uh, way to begin that. Uh, anew is to renew our promises of baptism. <clears throat> My brothers and sisters, do you reject sin so as to live in the freedom of God's children? I do. Do you reject the glamour of evil and refuse to be mastered by sin? I do. Do you reject Satan, father of sin and prince of darkness? I do. Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? I do. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, was crucified, died, and was buried, rose from the dead, and is now seated at the right hand of the Father? I do. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting? I do. This is our faith. This is our faith. This is the faith of the church. This is the faith of the church. We are proud to profess it. We are proud to profess it. In Christ Jesus our Lord. In Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen. We entrust the Father with our lives and needs in the same hope as Samuel and the first apostles. For those who dedicate their lives to the work of the church and for all who respond to the call of God, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our leaders who have responded to the call to serve others in public office, that they may work humbly and tirelessly to serve the common good. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all of us, may work to hasten the day when this country truly lives out the ideals for which Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. fought and gave his life. We pray to the Lord. That during the week of prayer for Christian unity, which begins tomorrow, all Christians may be inspired to find solidarity with our brothers and sisters in Christ. We pray to the Lord. Lord for children in the womb and all whose right to life is questioned, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the members of this community who are struggling to hear the Lord's voice in their lives or understand the nature of their call, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For a special intention for today's Mass, Antonio Macaraeg, deceased, and for all our own intentions, We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Faithful God, you know our weaknesses, yet you never tire of calling us to walk at your side. Graciously answer the prayers we make through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Oh, 
shall I send? Here I am, Lord. Easy I, Lord. I have heard you calling the My sisters and brothers, our gifts may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. May the Lord sacrifice it to Him for the praise and glory of His name, for the good and the good of all His holy church. Grant us, O Lord, that we may participate worthily in these mysteries, for whenever the memorial of this sacrifice is celebrated, the work of our redemption is accomplished. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's right and just. It is truly right and just to give you thanks and raise to you a hymn of glory and praise, O Lord, Father of infinite goodness. For by the word of your Son's gospel, you have brought together one church from every people, tongue, and nation. And having filled her with life by the power of your Spirit, you never cease through her to gather the whole human race into one manifesting the covenant of your love. She dispenses without ceasing the blessed hope of your kingdom and shines bright as the sign of your faithfulness, which in Christ Jesus our Lord you promised would last for eternity. And so with all the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth, while with all the church, as one voice, we acclaim. Holy, holy, Holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna in the highest. Please be comfortable, stand, sit, kneel, whatever you prefer. You are indeed holy and to be glorified, O God, who love the human race and who always walk with us on the journey of life. Blessed indeed is your Son present in our midst when we are gathered by his love and when as once for the disciples, so now for us, he opens the scriptures and breaks the bread. Therefore, Father most merciful, we ask that you send forth your Holy Spirit to sanctify these gifts of bread and wine that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, on the night of the Last Supper, 
He took bread and said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again, until you come again. Therefore, Holy Father, as we celebrate the memorial of Christ your Son, our Savior, whom you led through his passion and death on the cross to the glory of the resurrection, and whom you have seated at your right hand. We proclaim the work of your love until he comes again and offer you the bread of life and the chalice of blessing. Look with favor on the oblation of your church in which we show forth the paschal sacrifice of Christ that has been handed on to us. And grant that by the power of the spirit of your love, we may be counted now and until the day of eternity among the members of your Son, in whose body and blood we have communion. Lord, renew your church by the light of the gospel. Strengthen the bond of unity between the faithful and the pastors of your people, together with Francis our Pope, Jose our Bishop, and the whole order of bishops, that in a world torn by strife, your people may shine forth as a prophet prophetic sign of unity and concord. Remember our brothers and sisters, especially Antoni Macareg, who have fallen asleep in the peace of your Christ, and all the dead whose faith you alone have known. Admit them to rejoice in the light of your face, and in the resurrection give them the fullness of life. Grant also to us, when our earthly pilgrimage is done, that we may come to an eternal dwelling place and live with you forever. There, in communion with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, and St. Joseph, her spouse, with the apostles, the martyrs, with Bernard, our patron, all the saints, we shall praise and exalt you through Jesus Christ, your Son. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen, 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 Amen. As one people of faith, let us pray to the Lord in the words that Jesus has taught us. As we say, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the world. 
Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that, by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin, safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory of yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. May the peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Thank you. Let us share with each other a sign of Christ's peace. Peace be with you. Peace. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Have mercy on us, Lamb of God. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Christ who has come to take away our sin and bring us life eternal. How blessed are we who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord. I'm going to ask uh, something that will just help us. Since we're moving among you to give communion, it uh, helps us if we know who's going to commune. So if you're not going to commune for any reason whatsoever, uh, and that's your private thing, Please be seated and stay standing if you're receiving community. It helps us know who to go to, okay? Those who were in the dark are thankful for the sunlight. We who live, we who die, are grateful for His gift. Thankful for His love. Behold, behold the Lamb of God. Oh. Come to know 
His glory. Peaceful now, those whose hearts are blessed with understanding. All the wheat, all the wine united with His Word. And the love we share. Behold, behold the Lamb of God. All who eat, all who drink shall kindness make those you have nourished by this one heavenly bread one in mind and heart through Jesus Christ our Lord Amen. please be seated for the announcements visit our parish website and our school website find us on Facebook upcoming events of the week details are in the bulletin if you are in need of the initiation sacraments of confirmation baptism, or First Communion, St. Bernard has begun registration for the Adult Faith Formation Program. Call the church office or drop your contact information in the brown mailbox at the Pastoral Center. Classes begin soon. For each ticket for $20, you may join the 250 Club. You have the opportunity to win $250. Every month, a ticket will be drawn and ticket numbers are limited to 400. 
those 400 tickets are eligible to be drawn for the entire year. Tickets are available after Mass and in the church office. Be a proud owner of a beautiful Princess House 45-quart stainless steel steamer pot by entering the raffle to be held on Sunday, January 31st for only, for only $20 a chance. Tickets available at after Mass and at the church office. Proceeds to St. Bernard Church. Anne Salazar of Stripes is the advocate for the elderly and disabled or infirmed. She is a good resource for government funds and services that you may not be aware of. More information on the bulletin board displayed here or through the church office. Lastly, we have good news and bad news. The good news is, is the 2021 calendars are now available. The bad news is we have to pay the bill. So we are asking $3 minimum donation for each of the calendars. Thank you. Let me just add a couple things. Um, for the um, 250 Club, let's say your ticket gets drawn in January. Let's say you only have one ticket and it, it's drawn in January and you win the $250. Afterwards, it goes back in the drum again and it can be drawn in February, March, April. You can win theoretically. I think it's, uh, the odds are so incredibly against it, but theoretically you could win 12 times. Uh, but there has been, a, in my years here, somebody who has won twice uh, from the same ticket, uh, so it can happen. Uh, secondly, uh, for any adult, or, or child for that matter, anyone uh, who is over six years of age, uh, but has not been baptized, we can give you the sacraments, and there's a preparation called the RCIA. And also, for any adults who don't have the communion or confirmation or both, uh, and you want to receive those sacraments, let us know. We'll help you. We're doing it by Zoom. We'll find a way to do it with you, okay? And, uh, and it doesn't matter how old you are. If you're 83 and you've never received your first communion, come and tell us, and we will help you. Uh, and actually... For the adults who've been in church all these years, but for whatever reasons didn't receive them, we're streamlining the process just to make it a little easier for you, and especially in these strange pandemic times, but we'll help you get the sacrament. So don't, don't hold back. Let us know. And finally, um, all through the, the Lenten period, we call it a journey, um, uh, the journey of Lent, 40 days and 40 nights, we will be doing what I think I mentioned last week, trying to gather at least a 1,000 of our 3,000 graduates from St. Bernard School. One-third of them, were, we hope we can get at least that many email addresses because we're going to approach those 1,000 people and ask them to make pledges for our school to help us into the future. Uh, our goal is $100,000, and if a 1,000 people respond and pledge $100 over the year, that's 100000 right there. It's, it's a cinch. It's a cinch. So we're hoping that we can get that kind of response. And we're splitting the 100000 up into three funds. One is to go directly to the school foundation, which is a, a support group. And, and it's, uh, I think we've got about $240,000 in it. And we're, our goal is to get to a million dollars. Because when we get there, the interest alone will support the school. And it will be a great source of, of, of supportive income. 
Then we have a fund down at the Archdiocese. It's, a, it's a basically a savings fund that we have to ask to get our money out of it. So it's a really guarded fund, but it's there to help us in emergencies. And then the other third we're going to give to the principal, calling it the principal's purse, so she can selectively help families in moments of real need. During this pandemic year, there's some families that had trouble just having food uh, or paying their rent. And, and if she can help or help with the, their, their, um, their you know, payment of their, their tuition for one month, it, it, that sometimes gets a family over a hump. So that's the goal of this. So from you, unless you're a graduate, uh, we're asking you, go after the graduates in your family, your kids, your nieces, your nephews, your grandchildren, your great-grandchildren, your friends and your enemies, okay? We want the 100,000, okay? The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless us all, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let us go in the peace of Christ. Thank you. And be Samuel, all of you this week, all of me, be Samuel, okay? That's right. <laughs> Consider all the worlds thy hands have made. When I look stars, I hear the rolling thunder. Let power throughout the universe display. Then saves my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to Thee. How great Thou art, how great Thou art. When through the woods, the forest glades, I wander, and hear the birds say sweetly in the trees. When I look down from lofty Hear the brook and feel the gentle breeze. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art.